Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help unlock the potential in you, your teams, and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We share insights, experiences, and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Mike, I've got you in the podcast hot seat today, and normally this is a, like a co-hosting sort of scenario, but mm-hmm. I'm going to turn interviewee and interviewer. Okay. I'm the interviewer, just okay. so we're clear. <laughs> Good. A question I ask all our guests is, what are your top three insights in leadership? And we've had some phenomenal insights from our podcast guests at a time, but I thought it was time to literally turn the studio spotlight on you. Can you share with us your top well, three leadership insights? I can, and I think it. Um, I can't actually remember where I stole this from. As you know, all of my material is stolen from somebody. Adopted. Yeah, adopted, adapted, and improved. There we go. Um, it was the idea of the three things that all staff want of their managers or their leaders. Uh, and there are many, many ways we could spend another, or oh, I don't know, kind of four years of modules on, on what constitutes leadership. But, but to me, this is the right at the heart of it, is that people want someone to believe in, something to believe in, and someone to believe in them. And I think that just about sums it up. And when you kind of unpack those things, what does it require to be someone that people can believe in? And it's, um, it's less about what you do and more about who you are. So the first thing that sits under that someone to believe in is, can I trust this person? And the more I think about you know, what gets called positive climates or psychological safety or the kind of culture, an open culture, it comes down to trust. Uh, somebody said, you know, trust is the currency of change. Uh, it also turns out that trust is the currency of performance. I was just reading a piece from uh, McKinsey who talked about, you know, the kind of the challenger manager, that idea that we should be people, we could be people who challenged our people to grow and, you know, set the game, game the old hunks of meat that we used to talk about and, and, you know, kind of really push people to, you can't do that if people don't feel safe. And people don't feel safe if they don't trust you. So trust is such a fundamental piece. That's about, I'm safe here, I'm safe with you, Uh, you uh, care about me as an individual, you're not gonna kind of harm me, which is just, you know, it's just kind of ground zero, really. Um, So I think that that first piece around someone to believe in, what does that look like? That looks like you will be somebody who basically keeps their word, who does, what they say they're going to do in the very first place. Can I add in a couple there? The ADP Research Institute did a global survey of engagement. Mm. 19,000 people they surveyed globally. And one of their findings was that if a team member trusts their leader, they are 12 times times. more likely to be fully engaged. 12 times. So that that trust uh, factor is is ginormous. Uh, And the McKinsey thing says the same sort of thing, really. You know, it's kind of how many more times, how many times more likely is it that they'll succeed and so on. And I think there was, you know, I remember from a a leadership program I did many years ago, um, child prodigy, obviously. And this guy, Alec Horneman, who was my kind of, one of my intellectual mentors, talked about a different set of three questions. Can I trust you? Do you care about me? And are you committed to excellence? And they're all part of the same kind of trust question, really. Uh, So that's all about being someone that people can believe in. 
Yeah, I think it's more than just you'll do what you'll say. Actually, you are well intended towards me as an individual. I think that's really that's really important. So uh, I think the second one is something to believe in. And this is, this is more about the organisation. It's more about the purpose. And, and it kind of, underneath that, it's about what are we doing here and for who? And it really doesn't matter who the customer is. So long as people have a sense of somehow creating value for that customer, serving that customer in some ways, or, an, or a client. I mean, for us, you know, it's right at the heart of what we do. It's easy in a sense, where our, our mission is changing business leaders' lives for good. You're making detergent, you know. Um, is that the most purposeful thing? Actually, there are lots of ways of thinking about the value of that in people's lives. And, to, and it, you don't need to get kind of um, too um, spiritual about it in a sense. Um, but that you're doing good for somebody somewhere. And that you're an organisation that treats its customers. I know of organisations where the managers disrespect their customer. They don't fundamentally respect their customer. They're the kind of, you know, the morons that they peddle the stuff to. They don't last. And they don't keep staff. And they're not trusted and they're because not trusted. the values on the wall said, you know, we're customer centric. We always look after our people, blah, blah, blah. And then two minutes later, they're doing an action, which is, you know, yeah. talking out of turn about a customer. It's like, yeah. please don't match. I don't trust you anymore. I don't trust it's you. Broken. What do you say about me behind my yeah. back? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that piece, so they trust it so that they respect their customers, uh, organisations that respect their customers, that give people a fair deal, employees, staff, um, that they'll operate with some with some kind of ethical standard, and that's, you know, before you go into all the other elements of of uh, uh, discussing what social corporate citizenship or anything else that looks like. It's just fundamentally, have they got an instinct for fairness, or are they completely uh, self-driven as an organisation, which is to the culture? Yes. So I think that bit. I think that. Um, some aspect of service in there, some aspect of ethical treatment. I think there are organisations that, that we can believe in. Um, I think there's also that these organisations are going somewhere, that they are actually uh, moving and, and, and growing. And, and look, there's lots of uh, what you might call treadmill organisations that just, you know, keep just, they just keep going. And they're there because of inertia and... They've cornered the market and there's barriers to entry and all that, and they're still there, right? But I don't think people go there. I think people just go there to work, not to improve, not to not to prove and improve themselves. I think they just go there to do their job. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think you can have a vibrant, positive culture if you haven't got a sense of we've got a vision and we're going somewhere. So I think that's the... Um, I think that, that vision and purpose and progress, they're also parts of leadership. Being enthusiastic about where we're going, excited about our, our possibilities. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. And then I, like the third one, I think, is someone to believe in them. You know, that speaks to giving people responsibility, having the confidence in them to give them substantial work. You know, we talked a little while ago about delegation and, and what a strategic thing that is. And that's the strategic dimension, is that when you say to somebody, here's an important piece of work, this is the value of it, this is why I think you're the person to do it, what we call capability delegation, you're really saying, I believe in you. I believe you can do this. 
uh, that's very, you know, that's a key motiv motivator for people being given the opportunity to make progress and make change happen. Somebody to believe, somebody who believes in them. Uh, I think they're the kind of, to me, it's hard to go past those three. So I think if we were able to do that, we would we'd get a pretty good uh, a pretty good rating as leaders. Absolutely, and there again, the simplicity of those three statements uh, are brilliant. But there's so much to unpack <laughs> unpack behind them. But if you use those as your guiding light, they're a very very useful uh, framework to think about. Yeah, I mean, now, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be you know for, for for listeners just just to think about that what your people would say about you in, in regard to being uh, someone that they could believe in, that they are part of an organisation that they can believe in, and that you're someone who believes in them. How do you demonstrate that? Mm. And on, on the last one, the mm. uh, someone to believe in you, I think sometimes the greatest gift a leader can give to a team member is uh, you are going to grow beyond our organisation. Yeah. We don't have a path for you to go, we can't give you more responsibility or yeah. you know, you actually need to take this capability of development and, and take it to a, yeah. to a new future. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that is a hard thing for a leader to do. Yeah. I mean, you've got a star, you want to, them to be part of your organisation, but as a, as a leader, to be able to go, yeah, let's make a plan because you're, you're destined for greater things maybe than we can offer you right now mm. or, or at all. And I think that goes right to, um, you know, the kind of the do you care about me? When you care about somebody like that, you'll be prepared to let them go. Um, I think all of those things about having integrity and being an organisation that's committed to standards, ethics, quality, mor you know, morals, if you like, is when it hurts, that's when you'll know. Like, I'll talk about integrity or quality or whatever, but if I kind of do a little expedient, cut corners, or but if I have to pay a price in terms of sacrifice or or uh, some kind of uh, yeah, just some kind of cost that goes with it, mm. uh, that's when people know. Mm. That's when people know that you are somebody who can be believed in. That this is an organisation yep. that can be believed. Yep. In. Yeah. If I'm going to refund the customer, even though the customer doesn't think they they deserve yeah. one, you know, yeah. if we've done something to the environment and this is going to absolutely kill our PL for the next three years, yeah. but the right thing to do is to clean yeah. it up. Yeah. You know, those are the things where you know whether we can trust people oh, or not. We've made a commitment to a customer, and um, well, it's going to cost us money because we got that bit wrong, but we're still going to do it. You know, that's, that's, um, that's when you know, when it hurts, it's, it's you know, kind of honouring your commitment even when and especially when it comes at a price. Yeah. So true. Great insights, Mike. Thanks for uh, sharing. Thanks, Ryan. It's uh, My very succinct. As always. See you on the next episode. Bye-bye. See you.